welcome to the Seeds Church Podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and on our Apple and Spotify podcasts. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message from our Sunday service. All right, so Matthew 9, 9 to 13, it's the calling of Matthew. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him, and Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it's not not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So, hi everyone, I'm Naomi, it's nice to be back. My family and I recently moved to Seeds Corolla Park and it's just a delight to see your faces and have this beautiful worship team here. Thanks guys for this morning, you're so good, so good at what you do. And so I'm married to Nathan, he's my best friend, and we have a little boy and a little girl. I've also been nursing for 16 years. I started when I was 10 years old. (laughs) Just kidding, I'm just trying to hide my age. So this morning I'm speaking about wholeness and healing. The World Health Organization defines health like this, a state of physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease and infirmity, which I think is similar to what Jesus wants for us. I believe Jesus cares more for the health of our internal heart, soul, and mind. God wants wholeness for us, and we can honour God with our lives by aiming for health through wholeness. So today I want to focus on the mercy that Jesus brings, not having to fix ourselves first, and how Jesus' mercy turns us towards him. So let's start with prayer. Heavenly Father, may your Holy Spirit come and speak to our hearts through your word and through who you are. May my words be acceptable in your sight, Lord. Amen. So recently, God moved me to a new workplace. Thanks for that, God. Um, And in my new job, I've moved from being an endoscopy nurse where I look at people's bowels and intestines. (laughs) So glamorous. And um, I'm now uh, learning to be an anaesthetic nurse where I'm being trained to take care of patients who are having eye surgery. Has anyone here had eye surgery? Yeah, me too. I've got laser eyes. Um, They've been lasered, so I can see you clearly. So the first day I saw a cataract taken out of someone's eye, I actually, uh, forgive me, but I actually thought it was a bit disgusting. Um, I just, I was used to bowels, give me a bow any day. (laughs) I know, right? But um, so the the doctors use like tiny, tiny knife and this tiny hook and then they, they scrape the cataract out of the eye, they mush it up, right? And then they use this tiny vacuum to suck it out. And then they put a lens in. See? See? How much nicer is a clean bow? There's... I'm just saying. 
Look, it's disgusting, but it's amazing. It's on this like huge screen, and it's, some doctors even do it in 3D, and we wear like cool 3D glasses. But yeah, Jesus had a really different way of doing eye surgery and restoring someone's eyesight. In the Gospel of John 9, there's this story of Jesus coming across a man who was blind since birth. And Jesus came up to this man and he spat on the ground and he made mud with his saliva and then he put it on the man's eyes and he got him to go and wash. This man had to go and do something for himself and he had to follow the instructions of Jesus. But his sight was restored. This would never, ever have happened when, back in Jesus' day. Let's take a minute to think of this. Jesus restored eyesight with some mud and saliva. That must have been some holy saliva. (laughs) You know, in the nursing way of doing things, saliva is unhygienic. Mud has a whole heap of bacteria in it. And Jesus didn't wash his hands before he performed eye surgery. (laughs) All the rules of nursing were broken. And yet Jesus gave sight to a man who was blind since birth. It blew away the minds of this man's neighbours and even his parents. A man could see and he was healed. I just love Jesus. I love that he is about healing and restoration. Jesus spent a lot of time healing people in his ministry here on earth. You know, Sometimes it takes a team and a community to bring wholeness and healing. Just like it takes a team to make eye surgery happen. I'm the one that holds the patient's hand like this, not like this, that's weird, but like this. And I keep an eye on their pulse and their oxygen while they're half asleep and half awake. You're not fully asleep, guys. Um, And the scrub nurses hand over the instruments and the lens to the doctor, and then the doctor does the surgery, and the anaesthetist keeps the patient comfortable. Jesus had his team around him when he spent time with the tax collectors and the sinners. Jesus taught. Matthew provided his home and his food. Matthew even invited his friends. His disciples were there learning from him as well as getting the side benefits of eating and drinking. People were welcomed. Hospitality happened. And he developed relationships and loved his friends over a meal. We were never meant to meet Jesus and then do life alone. He wants his team, us, to come around those who want wholeness and healing. Wholeness also happens in community. And as a church, we can let our community lift us up when we're struggling. We can lift others up too, especially through prayer. That's what makes us unique. In the book of James, we're encouraged to confess our sins to one another and pray for healing. Our prayers are powerful and they're effective. Now, the patients that I see in my workplace come because they have a health problem that they like to get resolved. A patient's walk in not being able to see properly because their eyesight is cloudy from the cataracts and they walk out with new lenses in their eyes. 
We can approach Jesus with our problems and our pain. That's what he came for. He said in the Bible reading today, it's not the healthy that need a sick, sorry, not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. And I know I have some wonderful friends who say to me, Naomi, if I walked into church, I'd catch fire. Look, it's a funny joke, but it breaks my heart. I love them. They're honest. They know they're not religious and they're not following the rules. But it's like their words echo something deeper. I'm not good enough to come to God. Does anyone feel like that today? Do you feel not worthy enough or good enough? Just like he did to Matthew and the tax collectors and sinners he was hanging out with, Jesus told Matthew to follow me. Jesus accepted them where they were at. A patient wouldn't walk into hospital for surgery and say, look, I'm not good enough to be here. I don't deserve to have my eyesight restored. They walk in with the intention of being healed after some surgery. They consulted with the doctor beforehand and in good faith, they trust the doctor to heal them. In fact, God prefers us messy ones. He wants to be our doctor. Lucky he doesn't charge a gap. (laughs) He wants to restore us to wholeness by loving us with compassion and forgiveness. He even calls us, like he did to Matthew, to follow him. I know there are occasions where I've completely messed up, even as a Christian who has a relationship with Jesus. I'm supposed to be doing good things and living the way God wants me to. But I'm pretty sure some of the things I've done are now folklore. I really relate to Paul who says in Romans 7.15, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. Even those who personally encounter Jesus can feel like we keep sinning when we want to be right with God. He doesn't give us permission to keep sinning. I'm not saying that. But I've walked into church feeling so guilty and ashamed of myself. I don't feel like I even deserve to be restored. Has anyone else felt like that? Look, he doesn't care if we have baggage and problems and a bad reputation. He cares that we know we have a heart that isn't well and needs healing. That it's time to follow him. Jesus says, For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now, earlier last year, I was struggling mentally. There was a lot of grief in my life. And one day at work, this lie that I, I wasn't good enough at my job, it just kept going around and around in my head, and it just became so heavy that it broke me. And a friend asked if I was okay. And I couldn't speak. I, I, I cried. I was ashamed 
so ashamed of my weakness. And I called my mum to tell her that I was taking some time off work and getting some professional help. I was afraid to tell my mum, thinking she might admonish me because she was such a hard worker. I love my mum. And do you know what my mum said to me? She said, there are times in my life where I wish I had stopped ploughing on and had just taken some time out to heal. Her mercy and her compassion in that moment was the love that I needed to hear. She didn't tell me off or tell me that I wasn't good enough. When we experience mercy, the way Jesus wants to give us mercy, as we turn and follow him, that's when healing begins. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You know, when I was a teenager, I remember hearing a sermon from a man who experienced a terrible tragedy. It was the worst that you could imagine happening in your life. But I couldn't get past how he was fragile, but he kept his faith and he he seemed whole, even though he was probably someone that should have been shattered and broken. He told us his secret. Do you want to know it? It was turning away from God. Not turning, sorry. It was turning into God and not away. I decided from there, if tragedy was going to strike my life, I would turn to God. And a couple of my immediate family members faced health battles. Pretty bad ones. And in those times, I made sure to turn into God and not away. Jesus said, follow me. You know, most patients who have eye surgery, they have a follow-up appointment the next day with the doctor to see if their eye is healing well. There's a chance to ask questions and make sure there's no infection. And there's a sense of reflection and achievement between the doctor and the patient. Jesus went to check on the man who was healed of blindness by him with his mud and saliva. Because he heard he actually got thrown out of his synagogue, which is like the church. The rulers were upset that he was healed by a rogue preacher on the Sabbath, a day that was not meant for work, but for healing. Not even healing, sorry. They couldn't understand that Jesus was from God because he didn't follow their rules. They were blind to the healing. The leaders had questioned this man about how his healing occurred. And the man said to them that if his healer wasn't from God, then he wouldn't be healed. Once Jesus found the man, he explained that he was from God and he was the one that healed him. The man worshipped Jesus and said, Lord, I believe. You know, that must have been the best follow-up appointment in the history of the world. You know, growing up as a nurse has helped me to respect that health isn't always guaranteed. And the amount of days that we're given, they are limited. God calls us to take care of our bodies 
but not to worry too much. God's thinking and his ways are different to ours. Jesus made a point of saying to his disciples that the man born blind didn't have blindness because of his sin or his parents' sin. He said this happened so the works of God might be displayed in him. You know, I want to acknowledge that some of us don't have great physical health for a range of reasons. It might be physical issues, chronic problems, disability, health battles or mental health, or caring for someone in these circumstances. There aren't answers. There is confusion. But Jesus' love and mercy is still for you. You are seen. In 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 17, it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away. Inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary problems are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. I want to encourage you, please keep holding on to your faith. Keep following Jesus. God desires for us to be merciful and not focusing on each religious rule. He looks to the heart, being healthy and loved towards him and loved towards others. Sometimes we might need to give compassion to others or even ourselves as we seek wholeness through Christ. And sometimes we might need our friends to come around us and give us some mercy. We can follow in Christ's example, not expecting perfection, but loving each other where we're at, even though we're imperfect. You know, this series is called Some Assembly Required. If you're after wholeness from Jesus for your health, here are some questions um, we can ask ourselves. Where do you turn for wholeness? It's okay to talk to the people you trust. Who's your team that you trust? How can you pray for each other? Is there any health that you need to get professionally checked or treated for? Jesus' mercy accepts you as you are now. Would you like to ask him for restoration to wholeness? Just want to remind you today that after this service, we do have the prayer team. But let's just finish in prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for the power of your love, mercy, and compassion. Thank you that your mercy leads us to our wholeness and healing. Thank you that we come to you imperfectly with our baggage and mess. No matter what we've done, we are in your love. Lift us, lift up us who are suffering, who are in grief, us who are confused by suffering, chronic pain or physical or mental problems or disability. You know our needs. Help us turn towards you, Jesus. Forgive us when we are blind to your ways. Open our eyes to give us your sight. Help us to put our pride aside, to speak honestly to those we trust, 
and pray for healing. Give us courage to seek medical help or professional help, especially if we're scared. And Holy Spirit, restore our sight, our souls, and bring healing. Thank you for your love and healing, Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to the Seeds Church Podcast. We hope you join in with us next week. For more information, you can visit our website at seedschurch.org.